The Shorter Catechism begins by declaring that the chief purpose of our lives is to find endless holiness and happiness in God. Hello, this is Pastor James. Join me as I go through the Westminster Shorter Catechism week by week, unpacking what it means for us to be holy and happy. If Adam had not sinned, there would have been no need for God to give the Ten Commandments. Adam was created with both the desire and the capacity to live in accordance with God's moral law, which was written in his heart. Before the fall, there was perfect clarity in Adam's mind as to what God required of him. Personal, perfect, and perpetual obedience to his Creator, King, and Father. After Adam fell into sin, what was originally clear and unmistakable to him as bearer of God's image was marred by the principle of death, decay, and destruction. It became necessary, therefore, for God to reiterate to man the duty which he required of him, through a revelation of His will. This week, as we move on from the first main part of the Catechism that concerns matters of doctrine and faith, we arrive at the second part of the Catechism which explains the entailment of our faith for life and obedience to God. In question 39, the Catechism asks, what is the duty which God requires of man? Answer, the duty which God requires of man is obedience to his revealed will. At the end of the book of Ecclesiastes, after the preacher exposes the futility of the various godless pursuits that a man may seek under the sun, he concludes with these words. The end of the matter all has been heard. Fear God and keep His commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God will bring every deed into judgment with every secret thing, whether good or evil. The whole duty of a man towards his Creator could be summed up with the words, Fear God and keep His commandments. For some of us, the idea of fearing an authority figure may evoke ideas of oppression and abuse. However, this is not the kind of fear that is meant here. Biblically speaking, the fear of God is tied in with the ideas of wisdom and knowledge. To fear God is to love Him and to be devoted to Him with a sense of gratitude and reverence. This is the posture that Adam had towards God before the fall. After the fall, Adam's healthy fear of God turned into a fear of God's judgment on account of his sin. In a sense, sin incapacitated Adam and us so that we could no longer live lives of holiness and happiness towards God as we ought. 
This does not mean that our duty towards him was thereby removed. No, it only means that we are now liable for our non-performance of our duty. Thankfully, what the Lord Jesus does as our Redeemer is that he restores believers to their creational design. To be a Christian, then, is to have God's grace within us to enable us to perform our duty towards him in reverent fear, love, and true obedience. This is the point that Paul makes in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8-10, to 10, when he writes, For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God, not the result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. The wonder of the gospel is that God does not save sinners by their good works, but in order that, having been graciously saved, they might do good works. As God's workmanship, Christians are enabled by grace to perform the duty which God requires of man, which is to obey His will as He has revealed it in the Holy Scriptures. This program was brought to you by Pilgrim Community Church, a confessional Presbyterian church that meets in Cubao, Quezon City. For more information, please visit our website at pilgrimcommunity.church.